whomever's listening, I am the night talker, a friend of contemplative dialogue that manages to sit quietly during the day, and when the day is done, he speaks. Would you think on these things? Recently, I viewed a, a show on television, well, actually, it's a series I've been watching whenever I'm tired of thinking. I watch this whole series, and one of the episodes talked about, um, as a detective show, I like the mysteries, you know, who done it, and you got to figure out all the, you know, the working parts, and, and at the end of the story, all the plot lines come together, and you somehow know who done it. You know, that kind of thing. I like that courtroom drama type thing. I like that too. So uh, I get caught up in the thinking through and trying to figure out, you know, who did what and that kind of thing. But w one of the episodes uh, that I watched featured a, a young man who was, who was struggling to characterize people, trying to understand people. And uh, he was told by a detective that, you know, there, it wasn't about black or white but it was about degrees of grades, you know. Uh, that it, was no, it wasn't just simply black and white, but it's degrees of grades that determine character. You know, uh, suggesting a fusion between good and bad, that good people do bad things and bad people do good things, and so it's all about the gray areas. And I listened to that, and I went fooey on that. I, um, I, I understand the simplicity of it, and we like to keep things very simple when we're trying to think because we don't want to over, overtake our brains, you know, we don't want to overload, so we'll try to keep it as simple as we possibly can, right? Well, I think uh, Jesus had his hand on something uh, towards the end of the Sermon on the Mount, according to Matthew's presentation. Uh, he calls for decision and commitment, and... Uh, he talks about um, the idea of two trees. You know, the two tree language kind of enters into uh, Jewish writings, uh, uh, whether it's canonical or extra canonical, that two roads, two gates, two ways, two destinations, the broad way and the narrow way. You know, that two way language kind of comes in. So uh, Jesus has dropped into some of that kind of language. And he, he's argued carefully that we shouldn't judge people unless we're ready to be judged, and God will judge us by precision, you know, on simple precision. He can judge us far more precisely than we can judge another person. So it's to our, to our best interest not to judge. And then on the other end, he suggests that we not cast pearls before swines, not put holy things before dogs. And he argues for balance that we need to balance that and that it becomes decisional. And so we come to the, we come to the, to the, to the uh, apex of the argument, I guess, of some sort, to come to the altar of the argument, if you will, where it's all about decisions. Uh, he gets into the two-tree thing. Either there's going to be a good tree or a bad tree. And he unequivocally argues that the good tree <laughs> produces good fruit. And the bad tree produces bad fruit. Now, 
the, the issue of whether or not good trees can do bad, can produce bad fruit is never an issue. A good tree only produces good fruit, and a bad tree only produces bad fruit. So that leaves us with that. That, that it seems like a rigid dichotomy. Uh, it seems like it's just locked in. And it does seem black or white. And it eliminates the grays, which is situational. But I think the biblical ethic here that, that, that Jesus is pointing to has to do with the way he said it, his context. And he's talking about good trees bear good fruit. Bad trees bear bad fruit. Now that's given in a context of false prophets where he's warning. Matthew, is, he says that Jesus was warning uh, the community about false prophets. He didn't say who the false prophets were uh, or how to determine who was false and who was not false. But the, uh, the responsibility of knowing uh, wolves in sheep clothing belonged to the community. Uh, now, here's key here. Here's the key here. Uh, those who were false prophets would often disguise themselves as being, they would always disguise themselves in their hostilities and pretend to be fellow believers. And then when the moment was right, the time was right, that divisive, uh, negative move would just produce itself. Can I say it like that? I don't mean to make it magical, but it'll, it'll come to the surface. Um, that eventually uh, the may like I'm in there drifts into what I really feel and the hostility starts to show. And so it's given to the time. Uh, just press it, allow it, and watch, watch what's produced. Because ultimately he says that the good tree produces good fruit. The bad tree produces bad fruit. Okay? And a good tree cannot produce bad fruit. So then what do we have here? We have a masquerade. We have a, we have a, a, a facade of goodness. We have a presentation of goodness to direct evil consciousness. I need you to think a certain way, so I present the way I need you to think so that, you, that I appear to be what I am not. That's about discernment. But more than anything else, I tell you, it's about productivity. If you're going to be a good person, and, and one translation simply says, make the, make the tree good or make the tree bad. It's decisional, and it's not situational. It's embrace the teachings and produce what the teachings allow for or push back and be the divisive, destructive entity because those who impart, who impart bad fruit imperil anyone that follows them. So it's, it's, in, it's intentionality and the idea of bearing good and bearing bad so that the good tree has a source out of which productivity and good things emerge naturally. And conversely, a bad tree is destructive and divisive and dies. So what's this all about? Who are you? Of the two ways, 
which way are you really choosing? Are you caught up in the masquerade because it's easy to pull off? Does it appear to you that all of your goodness demonstrated, all of your, your, your biblical piety and your, your inspirational words and your, and your posturing presents you as the good tree, the good road, the good way? Well, if you never fall under the reign of the teachings of our Christ and begin to grapple with the deeper matters of your life that can transform you into a decisive conscious movement to be all that you can be in Christ, the issue of the potential to do bad, the potential to do evil, rests on decisions. You're not overtaken. You decide to submit. Paul argues with the Ephesians over and over again. Put on the things that help you to become what you're called to be and avoid the things that would lead you to be what you've already been. Again, it's cognitive. It's decisional. But if you insist that it's situational, if you insist on hiding, if you insist on masquerading, then you'll be known by the fruit that you bear as well as if you chose the good road, you'd arrive at the internal destination. It's your productivity. It's what you produce. Not what you do. Not what you say. But what is generated because you were there. What exploded because you ignited the beginnings. How it unfolded because you started the movement. It's what you produce that determines what kind of tree you are, what decision you made, which way you've chosen. Hmm. I tell you, it's not how gray you can be in the midst of a black and white consciousness. It's how true you can be to bearing good fruit. Think on these things, and let me know the next time we get a chance to talk how you feel about it, okay? Did you hear me? Think on these things. Listening is indeed a gift. Thinking is man's way of avoiding himself as he comes to know himself. Join again next time. We'll see you then.